Masal Harry, Sabal Harry. Harry to you wherever you tuned in from. This is the Justice Watchers podcast where we tell the stories of brave individuals who strive to promote and protect human rights in our communities. Where we unwrap closely knit empowering stories. The stories thread the DNA of those that pick up the hammer when the judge and jury exit the corridors of justice. Of those that handle the scales where blind lady justice has left the balance unattended. Of those who raise their voices outside the streets where the crowd has stopped agitating for their rights. This is the Justice Watchers podcast. A joint from the National Coalition for Human Rights Defenders Kenya. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whatever time it is that you are listening to us from. Welcome yet again to another episode of the Justice Watchers podcast. This is a podcast, this is a platform where we speak and engage with human rights defenders from Kenya and who knows we might go regional soon. My name is Obino Nyambane. I'm a human rights defender. I'm a journalist by training and I work at the Defenders Coalition. I'm excited today that I'm hosting a very inspiring rights defender who's a believer in freedom and social justice. And I'm actually very honored uh, to be in her presence to host her today. Uh, why am I honored? Because number one, she's the brains behind the revolutionary movement are uh, the Social Justice Center's Traveling Theater, which is a group uh, that works to create an awareness uh, on human rights and social justice issues by the use of theater and stage performances. I'm also excited, you know, because uh, this is one human who never turns a blind eye on any violation that is happening in her community or wherever that she is. And I'm also excited because uh, she's a relentless person and committed to ensuring that all comrades are safe and networked, networks muhimu sana, uh, within and outside the social justice centers network. And oh, I almost forgot, and I also know you are, uh, she is an avid member and supporter of the social justice centers movement. Yeah? Yes. Yes, so um, I'm going to let her introduce herself this morning. So take it away. Uh, my name is Minocha from uh, Mukuru Community Justice Center. I also help uh, coordinate the Social Justice Center's Traveling Theater as a team lead. What does the Social Justice Center stand for and as well as the Social Justice Center's Traveling Theater? Social justice uh, is a movement. It uh, basically talks about uh, the social injustices that we face in our community that are mostly caused by the by the system, of course, by the government. And uh, the traveling theater is a social justice traveling theater because it mostly, um, it mostly, uh, the, our skits are mostly based on social injustices issues uh, that are affecting our community. So we use the theater to sensitize people. And also this uh, gives people the, you know, the courage to come out and speak out against these injustices for themselves. So the, 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 the theater is a, uh you move around. You are not like uh, located in a physical place, and you don't move. You move around globally, uh, not globally, in th- throughout the country, and also in your communities. You are actively organizing through theatre, right? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. We do that because also the Social Justice Centers Traveling Theater consists of members from different social justice centers. So we are, we move from communities to communities. We have been outside Nairobi advocating for social change. And uh, what we usually do is uh, we, we do a reke visit. For example, go to Madare, do a reke visit, and understand what is the immediate issue that is affecting them so that when we come to perform, we are relevant to their issues. How how has the new year started uh, for you as a human rights defender and uh, movement generally? Okay, but you, you, you know you can never tell because you don't know what is awaiting of you. You don't know how many injustices are awaiting of you to go fight and all that. So, I said, movement is movement to make sure that, um, you know, to make a social change in the country. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and I, I I know you guys never shy. You know uh, the movement that you you guys have created, the social justice movement. It's a very organic one, and it it never shies from you know confronting the real issues. Be it zinasumbwa people affected that. Be it that uh, the people that are affected are from faraway places. You guys always come through, and it's a big uh, message of solidarity that many of us can borrow fr- from. Um, so actually today we are here because we want to have a very uh, open kind of conversation uh, because I know you have been a victim of uh, targeting and reprisals uh, by entities and uh, let me call them the state because you've gone through a process, a judicial process, uh, prosecution, which uh all of us, and eventually, you know, you were vindicated. Uh, this is actually, there is no case. It's hot here, as uh, mm. Mother, Honorable Chief Justice Mother Kome would put it. Um, and I actually wanted to read something uh, just to take us back. Uh, what start kicks off our conversation. Uh, this is a tweet that was tweeted by the Kayole uh, social justice Kayole Community Social Justice Center, and it reads, and it was tweeted on April 9th, 2022. Uh, it reads, moments ago, law-abiding citizens exercising their right to peacefully picket against the harsh economic crisis have been violently dispersed by police officers in Kasarani, Mwiki area. We condemn this brutality by the state and demand that uh, the state free Kasarani 4. Hashtag Jia Revolution. Hashtag Free Kasarani 4. Hashtag Lower Food Prices. Unakumbuka hii story? Unakumbuka hii story sana. Yeah, it's like it was yesterday. What was up? What was up? Uh, so what happened? Um, Jia Revolution is a campaign to naifanya kama social justice movement. It started after foods meanza ku hike prices sana. So tukaanza kuona you remember the, there was an unga revolution kitambo. So we were like why don't we revive this food this thing to demand the right to food because we need to eat, we need our basic needs. So uh, we started the Nja Revolution campaign. Chakula ilikuwa imepanda bei sana sana. Wajua chakula inapanda bei na mshahara ipandi. So hiyo inamaanisha kuna kuwa na crisis. So tuka, uh, we had a demonstration. We had two successful. One was in Koch, another one was in Ruaraka, and then we went to Mwiki. That one was in Mwiki. 
So mwiki, uh, mwiki it was all peaceful to Kanza, ilikuwa poor, you know, community members joined us along the way. Because it was during this um, election uh, election time, so people were doing their campaigns and all that. So we wanted these politicians to hear us. Lakini sasa, community pia ilikuwa inabambika na history juu. Your time food ilikuwa mapa, it was affecting everyone. In fact, there were even, you know, Kenyans, there were memes going around about, uh, you know, food prices and all that. So community members joined us. And, um, well, tukafika soko ya mwiki. So when tulifika kwa soko ya mwiki, that is when uh, the police attacked us. Wakaanza kuwaribu machietu. So they wanted to arrest um, the leader who was uh, leading the march. That is uh, Ojango. So um, the comrades and community members protected Ojango, so the police were not able to arrest Ojango. So they went back, wakakuja na backup. So backup ilikuwa, <laughs> backup tear gas, tukaanza kukimbizua nini, kila mtu anakimbia kienda saidi yake and all that. So what actually made me to get arrested was, cameraman wetu aligongwa na nduthi, akanguka. So I was looking at the camera and imagining all that documentation is going even I have to you know I have to help this comrade. So venyanili huyo comrade alisimama tu immediately na akakimbia kienda another direction. Mimi nikasikia tu nimeshikwa kwa mgongo. Sasa wewe ulienda kuokoa mtu alafu wewe ukashikwa. Alafu sasa ndio nikashikwa. Ah nikashikwa. So like hata ikukua like ile ati umeshikwa it was so brutal. Yo mtu alikuwa ananigonga yo police alikuwa ananigonga gonga kwa kifua na nivuruta na nisukuma tukarushanishwa hapo kwa gari juu so venye tulirushwa kwa hiyo hiyo uh, gari ya karavinito hiyo land cruiser hapo yeah. nyuma so walikuwa wana huyu comrade anaitwa na Hashan alikuwa ananyongwa walikuwa wanamnyonga so if you can listen to the video video it clearly very closely you can hear me saying wacha kumnyonga mm-hmm. i was screaming and saying wacha kumnyonga because walikuwa wanamnyonga ile si si ati am resist arrest ako ready kwa land cruiser lakini wanamnyongea hapo chini and then the community was watching community even when you can listen closely to that video you will hear one community member say kai ona wanafanyia nini frasha yeah, is well known as frasha huko alikuwa na anaba mca So um gari ikatoka penye kuna community kaanza kutupeleka side ya police station so on our way to the police station they were asking us questions why are you demonstrating and all that and we said it is our right in the constitution i mean article 37 of the constitution gives us the right to peaceful demonstrations which is exactly what we were doing peaceful demonstration so when we said that i don't know where that st- your statements really were hit wapi mangumi zikaanza kutembea kwa hiyo gari tukapigwa tukapigwa hata comrade mmoja ali, alipasuka macho hapa chini na alikuwa tu ametoka kufanyiwa surgery like two weeks ago because alikuwa amedungwa na chupa kwa macho so aligongwa hiyo macho ikapasuka hapa chini eh, watu wakaumia umia tukagongwa kichwa uh, for the first time in my life nikakuwa na black eye naonanga hizo vitu kwa movie for the first time nikapigwa nikakuwa na black eye tukapelekwa mwiki police station Mwiki police station um kumleza wakuacha kukuja wakakuja wakauliza what is happening tufungu tuachiliwe and all and you know we have comrades who are also lawyers they understand these things and paralegals and all that so comrades walikuwa rada ya why are you doing this so comrades were there actually comrades came for our rescue to be released and then it's funny how you arrest us because we were in a demonstration and the same people we were demonstrating with wanakuja police station to rescue Na wao wana sh- like wao wako wao hakuna shida na wao 
<laughs> so if you are arresting us because of we were in a demonstration then demonstrate now wow why are you not arresting like it didn't make sense at all because so the the workers so around 10 comrades were arrested So you know they were threatening comrades tutawashikas you know comrades were like see hata tukonja tushikeni hata tukule chakula police station because of course it did people yeah. you know agitating for reduction of food prices chakula ni very expensive at chakula and the state kuna chakula na inafaa kutupea si basi mtushike tukule you know tushikeni tukule na wakashikwa na wakakula hadi It was during lunch time. Wale kula yote kula yote hadi ya police wakasema yeye nyumbu likuwa nja. Wale kula walikuwa hata kula police station itambi sana tujakula chakula hilo. So akashikwa so after like um after tumekula after like 40 minutes hivi huo jamaa akakuja tena us yes ati amewa forgive. Ati amewa forgive wao watoke waende. So wao wakakuwa released wakaachiliwa. You see how you see that thing how it doesn't make sense these people are even demonstrating outside the police station sisi tulikuwa huko kwa street and then sasa ina like what are you even doing hata like hata uwelewi kitu unafanya wewe kama police because these people have come to demonstrate outside the police station for our release and you have arrested us because of demonstrating so it was um kongo mini ilikuwa tunashangaa kwani hao watu wanafanya nini shule it was It was kind of I don't I don't want to call it funny. <laughs> it was I think it's it, it's it's a co- it's a confusion it's a so cocktail of uh, a cocktail of emotions at that moment I believe because wale wase wenye ulikuwa na wao hawa wamekuja unajua nilo tumejileta basi sio basi utushike then au umewa release but umeditain na wengine kwa nini you know like si basi since it's what it tulikuwa pamoja situtoke but i i also understand that uh, those are some of the tactics that the police always use unajua ile kitu ya acha tushikilie hawa tuwafunze you know next time tena watu wasirudi i think it's it's some of the tactics that the police continue to use to harass intimidate and you know persecute uh, advance the agenda of persecute um, human rights defenders and i know very many have uh, become victims of this so actually i remember personally it was at that point that we flagged the tweet the tweets on twitter ujumbe mm. ukatufikia so i was uh, commissioned by the the defenders coalition to attend to the issue because i, I used to live uh, nearby so i was the first like let me say the first responder at that point so i came there with my colleagues together with a lawyer tumekuja tu vizuri and then um kukakua vile kukakua tutaongelelea vile kulienda so again at, at the same time um and just to echo what you are saying and what you guys were doing a tweet was also tweeted uh by Faith Kasina on 9 2022 Faith Kasina is uh, also a woman human rights defender from Kayole Community Social Justice Center it reads um when did it become a crime to ask the government to implement the constitution of Kenya 2020 mm. the people are hungry and want food it is our right so uh, at that point uh, faith was just condemning these mm. acts of criminalizing people who number one they are exercising article 37 of the constitution of Kenya mm. number two 
they are just demanding for the government like hey look here we are going to die mm. the cost of food is so high tutakufa mtatuona hapa sasa nani hata watawapigia kura in the first place you know mm. because that time was around the elections period yeah we had a slogan no food no elections yeah mm. so it, it, those things all of them were, were interrelated but so back to my story a little bit asa mimi sasa niko to this um so when we were at the police station we were just trying to get you guys released and at around um, very many of us comrades were there we were i could count around 40 50 guys mm. out there we stayed for the whole day until around 6 7 pm so as darkness was setting in the police kept on you know playing the, the usual uh, uh rat and uh, mouse and cat games that they play oh mtu akwatoa hayuko we are trying to tell them hey there is bail and bond and everything for them just release them to go home we are happy to cooperate of course they will come to court when you are in them in court but what we realized at that point was that they had not actually even booked you guys on the occurrence book so you were being illegally detained at that point and then what we learned later on was the fact that um the OCS was under strict instructions from an a, a man from the above those guys they should not be released because we do not want to hear conversations chakula na elections So we stay there and unfortunately you know comrades that tukua tunataka kuacha comrade wengine walale ndani and considering we were also raising concerns that you were hurt at that point another comrade was hurt and you had not received access to medical attention so um at some point tukakataa kutoka we refused to leave the cell uh, the, the police station vile walikuwa wana to instruct tutoke we were adamant that we need to go home with our comrades because we want to cooperate with you guys but unfortunately around 7:30 uh gari kama tatu za polisi zikakuja my friend na marungu na matia gas na kila kitu and that is how we were brutally and violently chased out of that station and the next thing i remember is as comrades getting hurt com- we then we had to respond you know to take guys to the uh for med- to seek uh, medical support and everything attention and all that then while at it is when we heard that you guys have actually been transferred unaona tumeanza kushaziana game mmetolewa mwiki police station mmepelekwa kasarani police station but anyway it's 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 some of the kind of uh, mental anguish mental torture that arrested individuals have to go through and also the people that are trying to secure their freedom they are released from the police station also go through it's never an easy uh, journey for both the victim and also those who are trying to support them so um on that <coughs> i would say um that uh, we could hear you guys outside making noise vibrating comrades viva and all that it was actually you know it kept the spirit going because even wakitupa hizo tiagas tiagas ziliingia hadi kwa cell ndani like you know even the uh, other people who were arrested hapo ndani wanatugiza kwani nini akina nani mnafanya ngani you know that spirit of just knowing comrades are in solidarity you know there's defenders coalition they are ready to offer legal help it was really great and it kept us going ah awesome very nice uh, 
it's it's the little that we could do at that at that point when you know one of us is not with you and you don't know it's it's night it's it's at night and you don't know what might happen to them mm. uh, so um maybe briefly if you talk about how the experience was when you are being detained there amato did you guys were you guys booked for under the ob book you kabla ifika samoja jioni I think it is defenders who really dealt with that. Took Adi to Kabukiwa. I don't know if we were booked in Mwiki or we were booked in Kasarani because I would to transferred from Mwiki to Kasarani around 10 10 at night. Eh, uh, 10 at night and they were not even telling us wana tupeleka wapi. So we were worried and all that. Like even that Leona tumefika Kasarani, tuka you know at least tukatudia tukajua tumeleta police station. So how was the experience uh, your time ukiwa hapo detention ukiwa meditainiwa comrades muki transfer you how was how, how would you describe the experience what was the impact on you as minocha as a human rights defender as a friend as a sister to some people as a daughter and to someone Actually the only person I felt bad for was my mother because she would like oh my daughter you know you know parents and all that but then again I I you know the resilient spirit in me just kept me going I was you know these are um, historical uh, systematic injustices that we have witnessed from time to time they have not started today we had um, you know uh, political prisoners back in the days and all that and they were fighting for our freedom so um, you know just understanding that there are systematic uh, injustices that happen all the time kept me this gave me the spirit to keep going so i, I was like you know what you people you you've just arrested me for fighting for my right what country is this now and we had another song of inchi gani hiyo wanataka tukufenja so i was like what country is this you you know they they give you the right to basic needs and then they deny you that right and then they give you the right to demonstrate and then when you demonstrate they actually arrest you so the experience was um it was bad but then again it gave me the 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 courage and the spirit to keep going to keep fighting for my people because when we are in that situation you know these injustices have not ended yani tuko mahali tu lazima tu organize lazima tuendelee ku you know ku mobilize watu against these injustices so it actually gave me them ilikuwa kama inaitwaje ile ile juogi fulani inashikanga mushi it actually inspired me to keep fighting and all that So But, instead of the fire dying yeah. actually it went wild yeah it went wild and especially because comrades were there you know there was a lot of solidarity from you know organizations defenders coalition who was there from comrades it was great however there were some things um in the cell like for example of uh, in, inside the cell when we were taken in kasarani you could just see the kind of injustices that is going on in that cell there are, there are people who have stayed there for more than four months they have been jailed there and they're sleeping chini wanakula hiyo ugali na cabbage every day mandazi unaweza fikiria ilipikwa last week wakaiweka tu waletende watas ni ngumu yani ni ngumu ile serious so maji unapata tu once in a while and all that like uko ndani uko ndani siku zuri and then hygienically kwanza kwa wasichana it's very bad unaweza toka hapo na ugonjwa mbaya sana so hygienically it's bad the food of course it's bad but i was demonstrating for the revolution so many bikula msikuwa na shida ya kukula hiyo food and um 
the groundings we grounded with um people inside abundani you know we were explaining to them how these injustices happen all this time oh so you see this is how the system works you know uh, uh, this is how the system deals with you you know to keep us kuendelea kutuzia uoga all the time because babu police is prisons these are state apparatus so we know they are set there kutuzia uoga to keep the system the current oppressive system that is there going so there was a lot of groundings now say when you are up and dani actually what you are going to like if um, you could come up and dani to go to nakai view to na surround way you know to sort nongea to to preach political education apo human rights dani apo it was really great ku ground na watu hapo ndani me i like that part <laughs> you're listening to the justice watches podcast a joint from the national coalition for human rights defenders in kenya we champion the safety security and well-being of human rights defenders in kenya we'd be happy to know the kind of insights that your immersion into the world of human rights defenders in kenya has offered you today for suggestions and feedback log on to www.defenderscoalition.org Visit our Facebook at Defenders Coalition, Twitter at Defenders KE, Instagram at Defenders KE, or call us directly on 0716-200-100 for any emergencies. <laughs> I can only imagine. So, you guys, I, I want to quote something from the Bible. There's a there's a parable in the Bible. So, the mustard seed ilitupa mahali, you know, uh so that uh, it has a germinate you know and it germinated to become a very big tree so i can equate that incident to a mustard tree you guys mlikuwa tumeweka mahali you know the 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 oppressors were thinking that ah tumewanyamazisha tumeweza you know but they were actually making you heroes but i'm not also glorifying you know the suffering through the system ndio ukuati ndio ku hero no i don't want to glorify suffering for to make someone a hero but hey that moment it made you guys like the hero for those guys who are stuck in there mm. maybe wengine hata you know sometimes wengine hata wana case yeah yeah just in there because they do not have resources they do not have any form of support yeah. but ameweka kwa meka four months then unakuja unagundua hata umse wana lack evidence wana lack whatever and then the case is thrown out and this person has already been detained in a police station in a police cell for four months and wasted a lot of time Yeah. Uh, so another thing they usually bring uh, preachers in uko uh, nani kwa myself you know to preach to us and you know try to make us um think that uh ni shetani anatufanyia hizi mambo zote you know convincing us that we see wewe ni shetani and you know saying them wanatupreachia hadi wanaambia watu kama unataka kuokoka kama unataka kusamehewa dhambi zako zote kama unataka mira you know you can imagine ni kama milango za gereza zifunguke kama unataka mira ko ikufanyikie so that you know kesi yako isiende mbali sana and all that and sometimes you can imagine this preacher is saying that na kama kuna rapist hapo ndani hata huyu rapist ataomba milango za nini zifunguke そしたら、てね、で、クレープ、インギネ。ああ、いろいろ、そう、いろいろ。なんか、ビングプリーチャーズ、とたらず、あ、ウィ、キャン、ゲット、ボーン、アゲン、ハウ、ユノ、イト、
<clears throat> eventually uh, i know you you were released and uh, it was of course through the partnership of various uh, uh, human rights uh, defenders various institutions uh, states uh, independent state uh, commissions uh, like the kenya national commission on human rights um, the defenders coalition imlu and there was general a general uh, outrage uh, for for that kind of violation and what you guys went through and uh, you were released i remember you were released on a sunday and uh, on, on on a cash bail of around 20000 kenya shillings and you were asked to you know report to, to you were to be arraigned in court on monday alongside the three others um <clears throat> i'm now at that point where i'm trying to imagine what was going on in your head when you realize like hey manze tumeambiwa article 37 yani inataka inatoa law sisi kuingia kwa street na kupetition anyone are uh, peacefully venye tunadai na venye una feel like this is not right you know kupetition anyone but again mimi nimeenda kupetition juu na feel nja you know but tena sasa niko na kesi kotini you know so mm. yani unaenda unaenda kujibu mashtaka for being a good citizen like how how did it sit with you I can say it wasn't good but you know reading can really help you sometimes I've read the prison notebook you know my inner kenyati the kind of things that they, they they went through at that time when they were fighting for the second liberation and all that you know they kept ringing into my mind me you know these are the same same injustices happening to you so didn't You know I I wasn't really that worried actually. Mm. <laughs> I was like, you know what? If this is what it takes to fight injustices, then so be it. I was even, you know, that day I was arrested, I was wearing a shirt. So then tukalala ndani and then the next day tukarudi. So the next day when you tulirudi him, uh, you remember the cash bill didn't go through in Makadara that day. Mm. So we had to get arrested again tulale ndani and mm. I was still wearing a shirt. So I was like comrades were like why am i not nakurumia so when it was officially that now to kona mashtaka ya kujibu kotini and all that they were like what if you get arrested and all that I was like okay what are the charges the charges are uh, resisting arrest and uh, we they wrote a resisting arrest because we asked us why are you arresting us like article 49 of the constitution gives us the right to understand why we are being arrested so you know if you ask why you are being arrested now so uh, you are resisting arrest so there were charges of uh, resisting arrest and then the other one was illegal gathering the demonstration was called illegal gathering and i was like just just those two okay sawa hii hata wakinifunga sidhani kama wanaweza nikalisha ndani more than two years and if that is what it takes kumaliza hizi injustices inaendelea kwa hii country then so be it i wasn't really that worried i was only worried about my mother because i'm a only child but the rest of it being a, you know having court cases to answer and all that but i also felt bad because i was arrested uh, you know doing what is good like it's not something bad i was i was not in any way against the constitution i didn't do anything bad so it, but i you know i analyzed it back in my head like you know what is the system this is what it always does so wanataka wanajaribu kutuzia uoga kutupeleka kotini and all that and I, like hiyo uoga yenu this round ni cheap sana because i'll not buy it <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. It, it it must it must have been a terrifying moment. I don't know, but in my in my head I thought it was very terrifying 
because for a lady you are just locked up for, for, I I I felt so bad because you're being locked up for the entire weekend for doing committing no crime, you know, breaking no law. For me that's that's how I looked at it and uh it was it was it was um I don't want to call it personal but it was uh, a wake up call like any time any minute HRD is not to analyze shikwa tunawekelewe anything yenye tu wana imagine na wakufungie and get take you through a rigorous a lengthy judicial process and understand that is what followed later mkaanza sasa kwenda kotini Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You should not have felt bad inside the cells you were able to liberate at least if not many three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's a good thing. That's a good progress <laughs> change. <laughs> no matter how small. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh-huh. So, story uh, kwenda kotini sasa ikaanza. I don't know kotini the judicial process, the wheels of justice, they turn very slowly. They turn very 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 slowly. Zinakuanga Unaweza unaweza enda hata tunasikia ngata kesi inaenda ngata 7 years. Some cases ziko 15 years old mm. na zijaisha. Now, na unapata mtu ashaenda kotini I don't know for how many times. Yenyu yenyu iliendaje? Mm, yetu ilienda for like um was it 8 months? It, I, I think it's 8 months kutoka ilisha December. Mm-hmm. December I think 2019 hapo hivyo. So tulienda kotini Marakada it was uh, I think around five times of course the judicial process is uh, actually it will take a shorter time because I know companies who have been going for the same court for over two years and I think what the system tries to do is just hold you hostage so sasa ukiwa kwa hiyo situation na kuna kitu unaweza fanya kienda demonstration ushikwe tena I remember I will, I will, we were told not to attend um the sabasaba march for our lives because if we were arrested again tushikwa na makosa zingine so uh, system inakuweka tu hapo kwa hiyo mod fulani penye uwezi move uwezi enda anywhere i actually got um, a scholarship that i was not able to attend in netherlands because of that same get uh, course uh, yeah so um, let me just say that uh, system inajaribu sana kutu hold those stage lakini hiyo haitafanya mapambano irudi nyuma we will do this there like i told you i always refer to you know comrades who are there before us there are comrades who were arrested for six years for doing absolutely nothing comrades who were arrested for nine years i mean they killed kemathi for nothing for fighting for for the freedom of his people so it is um very systematic and i understand it as systematic as it is and i know we need to you know fight it as it is lakini tutashinda should not scare us that's the spirit i love the spirit so kesi ilienda uh until uh iliendelea you guys kept on of course uh the defenders coalition managed to have like yeah. uh, offer uh, legal representation support that uh, went towards uh, you guys were an, had access to an advocate maybe to do like reminders to attend the court hearings and all that yeah actually during that process uh, defenders coalition walikuwa mbele sana kufuatilia hiyo case which was really good sometimes i didn't even remember the the court dates but uh, there was someone from defenders coalition who would always remind us uh na koti labda next week and all that and then we had a lawyer who was also very great and 
our lawyer was also not the one that anabembelezana kwa koti is like you know he knows what he is doing these people did not do anything why did you arrest them so even in the court you know i was with the <laughs> with the lawyer that defenders provided for us i felt comfortable like even if they arrested me because of that lawyer I would have been good because that guy never bowed at any point it was straight to the point we know you police um, police uh, force uh, you know like the the colonial police force you have never changed to police service and that is why you continue to this do this kind of injustices and all that so it was um i wouldn't call it a smooth process but it was kind of you know encouraging and resilient all the way through so i just liked I, not like but let me just say like i liked the process <laughs> <laughs> you are happy that you are off the hook. You know, yeah. uh, it went very much, I would say, faster than compared to other cases that yeah. we have. We have cases that are, are, can stretch as back as 2015 to 2015. Yeah, and I think uh, there's a time ODPP had asked for cases that human rights, I think, coalition forwarded. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah, so um, actually, it was late November last year when uh, the Office of the Director of Public Prosecutions uh, reached out. It's not the first time that we have engaged with him. Uh, we've done so several times you know we tried to petition and engage uh, the office of the director of public prosecutions to to you know shed some more light that mm. certain individuals are being persecuted they are being taken through the judicial process and they have committed absolutely nothing they have broken no law so maybe there are other interests the state could be interested and or other private entities that are going after these human rights defenders because maybe these human rights defenders have stepped on their toes you know they are trying to take away the things that they are comfortable with the people you know they are kuna watu they are advocating for you know access of public spaces but naizo public spaces what unataka ku grab you know those people won't be happy when they realize hey me no unataka anataka kunikanyagia nisichukue shamba nijenge nini yangu so they try to come at you with whatever force watch whatever force that they have access to so uh, we have been engaging with the odpp i can uh, can say that and uh, i think that was one of the and one of the um forums that he publicly said you know what now letenizoma kesi of course he has deli- uh, he has dropped others before the office has dropped other cases before but this time he has done a great job of uh, you know acquitting so many human rights defenders who were in the process and i'm happy that um, the four of you that were arrested uh the, the charges managed to be you know to be dropped so let me say this on the last day that they dropped the charges it was uh, a little bit dramatic in the court <laughs> first of all i went to the court uh, shorts are my favorite wear so i was wearing a short again and i was denied entrance to makadara law court because of wearing a short it was like <laughs> You know, I am coming to court because of a case and then you are denying me access because of a dressing code. You know, I felt um let me call it sexual harassment because why were you looking at our clothes? We have said that you know, women can wear whatever clothes they want to wear. Why are you looking at my clothes and just discriminating me because I am wearing a shirt? It was like, you know, I, I was with a friend and a friend asked what kind of business goes on in Makadara law court inside if people cannot enter wearing short clothes and all that it was crazy and then we got inside 
there was no space. So on that day, there were a lot of um, people who have been taken to court. Oh, my boys were meshikwashikwa ukomtani. So there was no space in that courtroom. And yet we were so to come, we were to talk So to talk inje, kuka uko inje. Yani unaskizia kesi yako, ukiwa uko inje. So you people have, you are arresting all these people na amuna hata koti ya kuwapeleka. So koti imeja, like, ikofuru kabisa. So a comrade um, took, uh, akachukua, it was a photo, akapiga picha. So when alipiga picha, kesi polisi mfulani akachukua hapo simi yake. So kesi karudi tena nyuma, atigo, you are not supposed to take photos in the court or videos and so on. But the, you know, our our lawyer was there still standing strong and not compromising anything so we were told to come back sanane because we were told to come back sanane you see that kind of wastage of time mm-hmm. so you expect us to just hang around hapo tu hadi sanane ifike ndio turudi tena kotini kama amna kitu ya kufanya ni kama hatuna tu kitu ya kufanya so tukarudi we were arguing that and you know in that court hata ukiingia ndani there is nowhere indicated that you are not supposed to, to to you know to record anything take photos it is nowhere indicated in that court and it is not in our constitution so see to do hiyo how are you supposed to know when you are not told na hata ule nini anakujanga is it kanani wa court or something mwenye anakujanga kusema venye court itaendelea and all that asemi kama there is no record so how are we supposed to know and and then we also understand that we have had records in like you know high court supreme courts and all that so apa makadara law court is it because it's a human rights case and all that so yo siku ya mwisho ilikuwa a bit crazy lakini tuli manage manage so yeah we were we were actually very happy to learn that uh, the cases were dropped and uh, we would want you know to appreciate uh, the office of the director of public prosecutions for uh being deliberate in you know going uh, a step further to investigate uh, some of these cases and acquit uh, uh give these people their freedom you know badala ya kuzungusha watu keeping them going to court appearing to court because i know it comes with financial baggage it comes with an emotional baggage it comes with a lot of things that you cannot even substantiate because you have to stop doing your business you have to keep on thinking like nikona kesi for instance right now you mentioned something that i did not know and i'm happy that you mentioned it and if you don't mind you can share about it um i understand that uh, once you've been taken through a criminal a uh, prosecution uh, or a prosecution journey in the justice system your records are kept with the di- the DCI the direct the office of the di- directorate of criminal investigations and you find that you realize that you actually have an active kind of criminal record yeah and this criminal record the government actually requires you many state agencies for you to apply for a job lazima ukwena criminal record uh, mm. form yenye naonyesha you are clean you know ukitaka ku travel if you are applying for your visa tena unahitajika kukuwa na that letter of inaitwa certificate of good conduct good right? conduct mm. um so in so many places you are required to have that certificate of good conduct but kumbuka wewe ulishikwa kwa makosa ukufanya Mm. Umeshawekwa ndani DCI 
uko wako na kesi yako wako na wako na records zako that you are actually you have a criminal records and you are branded you are forever branded a criminal you know until you fight until you have to fight for it to get off and you spoke about missing out on a scholarship do you mind sharing with us what happened and how you ended up missing up missing out on the scholarship So uh, after you know the evictions that happened in Mukuru yeah. I had applied for a scholarship it was uh, you know it was a studying and like an exchange program of HRDs from from um, Kenya there were other countries but they were supposed to do it in Netherlands so I was I had applied for it I had passed I went for interviews they were all good but then again the fact that I had a, a case in court Sometimes I was even calling um Gloria from Defenders calling so I called her and asked her will there be a problem if I travel and I have a, a you know a, a, a case in court will it be troubling and all that so she advised me we can do it virtually but you know we don't know what the other you know the partners who are giving us the scholarship will think because they are thinking we are like kind of uh, you know invading justice we don't want to go through that justice process all of it and and also you can be arrested at the airport when you come back so the scholars will it will turn their name if we did that so they could not uh, they could not pick me because of that case uh, you know that was like the biggest loss i had during that process but mm. you know we can always apply another day Yeah. You are that is a classical example of the impact um. the social economic impact that being taken through this process has on very many people. Yeah, and it's something I had waited to apply for like, you know, for like six months. So I was waiting for the opening so that I can apply. And I'm not sure if you know, of course I said we can always apply another time, but then again, I'm not sure if you can apply twice. <laughs> so that might have just been an opportunity that skipped me like that. An opportunity lost. Yeah. Because of a case that you had to answer in court and there was nothing you did do you didn't do oh. anything wrong. Uh those are just some of uh the things or the stories of impact that uh, human rights defenders uh, keep to themselves every other day victims rights defenders who have been victims of persecution through the judicial process or just persecution through the use of security forces the security sector security agencies to you know intimidate harass and as you can see one classical example is that minocha has today told us that she missed a life changing opportunity for herself who knows that would have been the opportunity that would open models for her and but just because of a case a case that a, a purported crime that she committed alongside four others she did not actually commit she was just out there enjoying her civic civil liberties so um i hope uh, that this episode this conversation that we've had uh with mino is one that will enable many you know to to to, to understand that these cases that many human rights defenders go through are not actually they, they they are they are fabricated cases and it's upon us all of us to support number one be supportive in terms of how we talk about human rights defenders in our communities the narratives that we drive because you know at some point i believe for me i always believe the community is the first responder 
mm-hmm. when you are at risk especially from security agencies because a community member can say no 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 if you are arresting that person na amefanya nini huyu mtu tunamjua kama mtu mzuri ni mtu mtifu kwa nini mnamarest you know but if the community is against you and keeps on talking bad ill about you then it also exposes or makes the risks more compounded and exposes you to more danger you know more risks as a human rights defender uh, <clears throat> so um just one last thing um you know uh what do you think what what message do you have to the government or what what do you think should have been done differently because as we said i, I remember before we even started this conversation i told you there i i overheard someone say uh that um at the time when you were arrested someone just say that na hawa watu kwa nini wanaenda ku protest uko kwa streets juu ya ya food you know kwa nini wasiende kwa mashamba wakalime you know so what what do you think would have been done differently or what do you think needs to be done differently to even change the mindset and perceptions of such people first of all kulima ni ngumu kwetu juada hatuna mashamba 80% of those people who are demonstrating in that demonstration have been born in Nairobi and live in Nairobi hatuna shamba like even housing ni crisis kwetu you know demolitions happen in mukuru mm. so even the smallest land that you know our house we had structured our house there like the smallest land we had structured our house there was demolished and we don't have it anymore so hawa watu hawana mashamba ya kuenda kulima tunaenda kulima tunaenda kulima wapi the government actually ndio imejekea hizi mashamba kubwa kubwa zote hao official governments hao watu wakubwa kubwa ndio wamechukua hizi mashamba zote so ukitwambia twende tulime umetupoteza kabisa we, we will keep fighting because we have the right to basic need in our constitution and it is not the only right the only the other reason why we are fighting is because we don't even have employment employment is a crisis in our informal settlements na kama tuko na hiyo employment tunalipwa pesa kidogo kabisa yenye hata hatuwezi afford easy food and all that so economy ya hii country imepanda sana na inaturu sana mwananchi wa kawaida huu mtu wa kawaida wa chini kabisa mwenye anapata mapato ya chini kabisa so I don't know what really to tell the government because I doubt they would even change. This is due to pigania any change. But I would just say that um we have a constitution that is the guiding document of this country. So you have to respect the constitution. The government has to respect the constitution. The government must respect the constitution. If you know and if they want to do it we'll just force them, you know, through uh, fighting for social justice. I don't have much to say to the government but I have a, a message to my comrades and to organizations like Defenders Coalition who are helping us through uh, this liberation struggle. So uh, to my comrades uh, the solidarity is really very inspiring. It is great to you know when you are arrested to have comrades there with you you know you know that it is not easy to disappear like how they used to do in the second liberation you just disappear they find you somewhere comrades will hold you accountable nowadays organization like defenders coalition thank you very much for the legal help because uh, without that legal help uh, hata lawyer uju unaanza kuhaya kuanzia wapi like 
even a lot of comrades don't have that kind of money to be hiring uh, lawyers and all that. So Defenders Coalition providing a lawyer for us um, really means a lot. And it is not the first time I've seen Defenders do this. They have done this even to other comrades. They did this just the other day. So... Uh, that is really great work. Na inatusaidia sana kuendelea na mapambano yetu kwa sababu comrade mmoja akishikwa azame, mwingine ashikwa azame, mwingine ina demoralize watu. But the fact that kuna hiyo help yenye inatusaidia hata ukishikwa unajua kuna mtu legal yako akoradali hizi legal help and all that anakusaidia inakupatia moral ya kuendelea kufight unatoka hapa nje unaendelea kufight tabu imagine kama sisi waine tungeshikwa tu na kwetu tumeshikwa cha ukweli tumekaa ndani mm-hmm. unajua tungepoteza like other 10 comrades wenye mm-hmm. wata, watakuwa demoralized through that process mm-hmm. yeah so solidarity ni muhimu sana na hii struggle atuwezi peke yetu struggle lazima tukuwe na solidarity we have to bring in as many people as possible ndo unajua hii watu wenye wanatukontrol wana watu wanatunyanyasa wako na strategies so we also need our own strategies to be able to overcome this and this is through uh, having as many comrades people who understand the struggle as possible and having organizations that are in solidarity with us while we are fighting uh, for our liberation wow Wow, thank you so much. Very powerful, a very powerful parting shot from you. And one thing that you said but you did not say it out loudly was that the government must implement the constitution of Kenya. Mm. Waki implement the constitution, I promise you sisi wote tutakuwa in a better place in a better position as tutaweza ku realize the basic needs as you rightfully said. We tutaweza ku realize even happiness as a basic human right in this country. Yeah, our like our major fight in the social justice movement is like we have a, by the way that demonstration was happening under the the committee of a movement called Article 43 and you know what Article 43 of our constitution entails right to employment, right to healthcare, education and all that. If you gave us all those things like seriously sisi hata hatutakuwa na mambo mingi sana labda hizi zinakujanga kidogo kidogo lakini si hatutakuwa na si hatutakuwa na mambo mingi sana ukichupea hizo vitu zote exactly and that's yeah. why i have said the right to happiness yeah. it's it's slowly becoming it's a basic actually, human yeah, right no yeah. one wants to live in akiwa umethal kukiwa umekasirika makasirika hatutaki hatutaki hata kidogo thank you so much mino for sharing such uh, giving us the time you know and sitting with us to share this story very inspiring and motivating um a very candid conversation right there and a very uh, a very inspiring words and motivating words to the lawyer uh, the lawyer in question who supported uh, this case uh, is lempa soyinka thank you so much lempa uh, we also thank uh, the defenders coalition for always being uh, that entity that supports human rights defenders in Kenya so the management uh, of the institution feel very much appreciated and this also cannot be possible without our development partners who ensure that uh, we have the capacity and resources to be able to support uh, human rights defenders not only when they are at risk but also putting in place measures and mechanisms to ensure that they have the capacity to effectively and safely do their work as antenna that is it from me until next time bye bye this is the justice watchers podcast where we dive deep inside the world of human rights defenders in Kenya we appreciate your audience 
We encourage you to share this podcast episode on all your social media platforms. Tune into our next episode, same channel, on all podcasting platforms. Championing the safety, security and well-being of human rights defenders in Kenya.